Bonsoir, mes amis. Euh, bonjour, madame et messieurs. Oula. Euh, mon, euh, je m'appelle Benjamin. Wow. Sherlock. You can do a lot of. You can speak a lot of languages like falsely. Well, I, I was speaking some real French there. Really? Yeah. I mean, I just I said very simple shit, just like simple greetings. I said <laughs> I said good evening, my friends. Uh, good day. Uh, uh, Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Uh, and then I said, my name is Benjamin Cholak. My but name I, is, huh? My name is My name is Kwa. <laughs> my name is K. K. <laughs> uh, or, or, or to reference your father's side, my name is What? What? <laughs> huh? Excuse me? Excuse me. It's too late to be <laughs> blasting this music. <laughs> Turn this song off. I'm Ben's father. I'm Ben's father. This is literally how I speak. I'm going to need so much coffee tomorrow. Man, your dad doesn't really talk like that, but your mom no, does doesn't. talk like the impression that I do of her. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She does. No, she doesn't. You know she does. Hello, I know she doesn't. Benny. She does. First of all, it's not even that high pitch. I love you, Benny. Benny, <laughs> mucho besitos para Benjamin. She doesn't really speak that much Spanish to me. Uh, well, look, all I'm going on is nothing. Years of nothing knowledge. <laughs> and uh, ben, you met her for the first time last year. Ben, all I'm going on is my insane ability to mimic people you you've heard about my impression skills okay <laughs> check this out bienvenue malia oh uh, malia welcome ladies and gentlemen to oh, yeah. episode 96 of i learned nothing whoa the philosophy podcast for idiots mr president my name is barack hussein obama and today we're talking about another french fuck nice I'm not going to do Obama for the entire episode, although I could. Yeah, um, you've you've proven that. My name is Benjamin C. Cholak. I am the uh, head rector of truth and certainty at Princeton University. Uh-oh. I'm here in Austin, Texas to teach my good friend, uh, the peasant, Pat Dean. Hello. Philosophy. <laughs> they call me Peasant Pat. Peasant Pat. Pleasant, the pleasant peasant. I'm the pleasant peasant. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. Come Friday night, Pat Dean, the pleasant peasant. <laughs> the pleasant. Watch the pleasant peasant as he eats some pheasant. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to I Learn Nothing, folks. This is episode 96. Yeah. Uh, it's a philosophy podcast for idiots. Um, and uh, yeah, we're talking about a French fuck today. You, you Irish fuck. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? We're talking about a big one, actually. Someone who we probably should have talked to, talked about, like at the very beginning. Really? Is it? Uh, let me think. Napoleon. No. Uh, let me think. Then is it? You get three. You got two more. All right, two more. Uh, I'm gonna guess Jean. Is this first name? Well, no. Jean Becquet. No. Okay. Um, Francois Monami. <laughs> 
Is that his name? No, no. But Not even close? A, that's a really funny fake yeah, French Francois name. Francois Yeah. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name's Francois Monami. Uh, yep, my parents are from France. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they gave me a traditional French name, but I was actually born in Connecticut. <laughs> my Why name not? is Francois Monami. <laughs> you know, you don't really meet... You, you see that with like a lot of other back, like ethnic background names, like Italian names and shit like that, uh, Spanish names. You don't really see a lot of like just straight up authentic French names given to American born people. Well, there aren't that many American born like French immigrants. No, not really. I mean, there's not really any. I mean, other than like the the, the Cajuns have been here since forever. Sure. And then you have some fucking French Canadians who like leak leak down into mm. like Massachusetts and shit. Hmm. But. For the most part, French people don't immigrate to the United States anymore. Well, <laughs> you bitch. Well, fuck. Them. And actually, that's not and that's that's not totally true though, because you get a lot of Haitians, and they have some fucking. Oh yeah, they do. Like authentic French names. That's you get a true. lot of Francois, Francois, a lot of Francois, a lot of uh, a lot of Giuseppes from Italy. Yeah, a lot of Jesuses. Jesus, Giuseppe, and Francois. Yeah, and a lot of Shlomos. <laughs> Shlomo, yeah, of course. I cannot believe that's, my that's father's a name. real name. Shlomo. Shlomo, Shlomo Cholak. <laughs> Can you imagine? The first time I ever heard someone with the name Shlomo it was I in the 1800s. You time traveling well, idiot. No, no, no. Because my 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 dad had this like Israeli friend. He's actually just like this totally normal dude. He just has the name Shlomo, and I was wow. like, why is he called? Shlomo. I was like, the first time I ever heard this name, I was like 11 or 12, so I was like a shit heel already. Sure. And I was like, why is he called Shlomo? Is he like a slow motion homo? <laughs> what the fuck? And then your father was just <laughs> was like, like, no. No. He's a grown man He's from grown Israel. Man, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was a piece of shit. <laughs> Still well, who <am>. wasn't? <laughs> Dude, it was 1995. Like, yeah. <laughs> that was, like, the prime time to be a shithead preteen. Yeah. The mid-90s. That was, the mid, yeah, the mid-90s. The mid to late-90s was the halcyon days of yeah, dude. being the most unwoke piece of shit. Yeah, ruled. God-awful preteen. <laughs> yeah. Now we're, like, trying to be good people, or at yeah. least pretending to. Like, we didn't call each other fags constantly. Well, I've never said that word, and I never I do not believe you. I never, I've never said it. I don't see the point in <laughs> hate, unlike you, Ben. I don't believe you at ben, all. Ben, I'm a man who <laughs> doesn't understand hatred. Like, I've st- I've studied it. I just don't get I've been to many meetings, and I just don't get it. <laughs> How many meetings? What kind of meetings? You know, you know it's a whole thing, but my point is There's that- a meeting in the woods. There's a lot of flags, <laughs> a lot of burning crosses. Yeah, we talk about our past, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we talk uh, about tradition yeah. and soil and honor. Heritage. <laughs> we talk about blood and soil and all kinds of stuff. And I don't get it. I At the end of every meeting- they go, what'd you think? And I go, well, I gotta be. Me. I go, you know what? I gotta be honest, fellas. This is not for me. <laughs> this just doesn't make hatred makes no sense to me. And they go, huh? And I, I change a lot of their minds, their hearts and their minds. Okay, well that didn't happen. That's not true. It is true. But speaking of changing How hearts you know? and minds, oh, do you spend twenty four hours a day with me, Ben? You don't know what I do. No, I spend kind of one hour a week with you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we both I should have spend a, more time with you. I need to monitor your diet. We honestly. both agreed that one hour a week is enough. I think that has sustained us. Um, right, what are we this... learning about today, Ben? Enough what... of this talk of hate. Okay, fine. We're gonna we're gonna learn uh, a man of love. I'm intolerant towards intolerance. That's the dumbest fucking phrase. Is of it all time. or is it inspiring? Not really. No, hmm. it's it's actually an empty platitude. Because I be paid honest. I paid a man a hundred dollars to come up with that slogan. And I'm, I'm starting to feel like I wasted my money. You wasted a hundred. You threw away. You flushed oh, down the toilet one hundred dollars. Ah, jeez. Ah, jeez. Ah, ah, don't you know? Um, 
All right, so we're talking about this fuck, this pervert. First of all, <laughs> oh, a big perv? He's well, no, not not. He wasn't a huge perv, but but he looks like the sweatiest, grossest Jeffrey Epstein-looking perv, really, of all time. Okay, so we're talking about the father of modern philosophy. What? Yeah. This is this what? is episode ninety six. Episode ninety six. We're talking about. And we're talking the... about the father of modern. The father. Yeah, that's what he's called. The father right. of modern just, modern philosophy. This took so long to so get to. We've actually definitely discussed him a couple times already. Really? Several times already. I wonder who could it be? His name is Rene Decal. We even talked about that guy. Not as not. He hasn't gotten his full his own. Do you full promise? Episode. I promise you. He's Did not you check? Gotten... I've checked. Okay, I'm just Ben. Okay, he hasn't gotten his own full episode yet. Okay, I'm just making sure. Sometimes we're not the most organized people. No, we're not. I mean, honestly, I mean, I intentionally am scattershotting like all the topics. There's oh, no good. like, there's no method to this madness. Oh no, it's there's just pure madness. Just one follows the other <laughs> in ways that they shouldn't, which is actually quite Humean in a way. But um, well, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> that's the that's the, if, when people ask me, they go yeah. so Descartes enemy. They go, can you come up with one word to describe your, you and Ben's podcast? I look him right in the eye and I say human. <laughs> can you actually please do that? If someone sure. if someone does that, just say that and don't explain it. It's a human podcast. <laughs> you know, I had a gentleman named Clifton come out to the Velveeta room. Oh, you really? Know, you know, oh, we, yeah, I think I know. I think I've seen the name Clifton. Sure. Yeah, uh, but this this character, you know how we uh, we always talk about my love of Milky Way Midnights. Yeah, uh, much to your chagrin. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, and, and and contributing to your death. Sure. Well, <laughs> you're gonna be pretty upset with Clifton, our boy Cliff, because he uh, you gave him Clifton. He put two Milky Way Midnight like mini bars. In, you in the son of jar. a bitch! And I was like, I turned around and I just went yes, and I ate them <laughs> immediately. I didn't wait at all. <laughs> I think before the show even started, I'm like actively ringing in drink orders when and tickets. Clifton as came in, he's like a fan of the show. Yeah, because if you Ben, if you subscribe to our Patreon, yeah. you can actually come to the uh, historic Velveeta Room, celebrating 31 years of live uncensored stand-up comedy. Five two one East Sixth Street, seven eight seven zero one. I think so. I think it's zero one. I don't know the phone number because we don't answer the well, phone. Well, yeah, but you don't answer the phone, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, the point is that if Clifton, you sub- if you subscribe to the podcast, stop killing Pat. If you subscribe to the pod- podcast, you get to go into comedy show for free, and it's unlimited. So Ben, how, what, what is our podcast like? Fifty bucks a month or something? No, it's only five bucks. It's what? A, t- a tenth of that? Oh my gosh, that's a bargain at twice the price. So tickets, I, well, like, no. <laughs> tickets to the Velveeta Room, cost ten dollars. Yeah. Right? Oh, I guess it is a bargain at twice the price. So if you subscribe to our Patreon, $5, and you go once a month, Ben, it pays for itself. Yeah. That's how math works. And our <laughs> Patreon is me explaining things to Ben. Yeah, like math. The good one. This is the bad one. This is the this bad one. This is where I, where, I, where I teach Pat things he should have learned in school. Yeah. <laughs> and Pat, and the Patreon, Pat teaches me nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> just shit that no one should know. <laughs> Like the life and times of Rube Waddell. Yeah, we talked about the weirdest <laughs> baseball player yeah, of all time. A, a mentally disabled bo- baseball player. Who was bitten by a lion. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Okay. Well, today we're talking about Rene Descartes, oh, who's right. the opposite of Rube Waddell. Oh, really? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Basically. Um, the guy's this, name was Rube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this guy's name is Rene. Okay, hold on. So I have to sh- I have to show you. So this guy was not a pervert. He was actually a fairly like stand-up citizen. He didn't really do anything horrible. Okay. Um he's actually a very celebrated genius, but he does look like just the biggest pervert of all time. Okay, and I'm really? gonna sh- 
Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> uh, he is a little wall-eyed. He's got um, wall-eyed. Yeah, you know what that means. Uh, is, does it's he have like, one of those the wall stickers no. on his face? <laughs> no. Remember those? It's the opposite of. <laughs> it's the opposite of uh, cross-eyed. Um, it's uh, is it's when your eyes are kind of facing in opposite directions. <laughs> what? Yeah. Have you never heard the term wall-eyed before? No. Oh yeah, it's like when some. It's kind of it's kind of a really disparaging way to call someone <laughs> who has a lazy eye. You call them wall-eyed. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's one of those because things. yeah. So <laughs> my uh, so real quick story. My my friend Jake, who you've met uh, from Princeton University, and uh, also my friend David from Princeton University. These are two friends of mine. Sure. When I attended Princeton University, wait, David, as in Big Deal, the Big Deal Levine. Big Deal Levine, yeah. So one time we were hanging out, and his and Big Deal's dad was there to visit, and uh, we were talking about how we were gonna go and hang out with our friend Jake, and. He had met Jake before, Big Deal's dad, right? But he like didn't remember his name, so he's like, uh, "Wait, why do they call you Big Deal?" Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you understand? No, not that Jake. This is a different Jake. But uh. he goes, uh, <laughs> "David's dad just goes, uh, which one? Uh, which one is Jake? Is he? Oh, wait, the wall-eyed one. Was he the <laughs> wall-eyed one?" <laughs> and then like we we're like, "That's how I learned the term wall-eyed." And I was like, "What do you mean wall-eyed?" And he's like, "You know, his eyes go in opposite directions." <laughs> Good lord! And then I thought about Jake's face for a second, and I was like, "Oh my god, they do." <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, so I'm gonna show you a picture of, of Rene Descartes. Okay, and I'm, I guarantee you, he looks like the biggest pervert. Look. Okay, let's see. Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy would go face first into anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's like, he's like, no, 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 don't, uh, don't wash it. Oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you do turns me on. Uh, every little thing you do turns me on. Gross. It turns me on. Every little thing you do is magic. Uh, is a little spark in my uh, pantalon. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what an odd group. What the French? It's just weird. <laughs> like just, just, just weird. Yeah, they, just they strange are people. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> so strange. Like I kind of dig them. I kind of like the French. Because they 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 kind of don't give a fuck, well, right? Because the they're just like, "Hey, we do it, we want." <laughs> the thing about the French that I think is so interesting is that, like, and I know that, like, you, you know, about the Revolutionary War. I'm sure you learned about it. Uh, yeah, they're but, our first allies. Yeah, know? they're our first allies. But like, so, like, clearly, so like we, you know, you know, you know, the story. We threw off the yoke of the oppressor, you know. Yeah. But um, the the those shitty redcoats. Yeah, those fucks. But, like, I never in my head view that as, like, a, like, horrifically violent thing, even though it was a war. It was a four-year, four years or six years? No, it was uh, it was a long one. It was 17? 1775 to 1883. Is that, say 1883 to you? That would be over That would be years. so long. <laughs> no, 1775 to 1783. Okay, so, so it was a while. Yeah. So it's a long, it's a war. It's eight years. And yeah, people years. are, like, shooting each other and shit. But I never view it as being as like ridiculously violent as the French Revolution because the French Revolution they were like really mad. They went nuts. Yeah, I feel well, like the other thing too is that so we can talk about this maybe in the Patreon or something. But like the the French the American Revolution wasn't like really a revolution. What do you mean? It wasn't like a revolution in the sense of a, of like class warfare started up. Like it was still rich people in the colonies just getting mad at rich people in England oh, not okay. letting them be as rich as they could be. Hmm. 
that's basically the American Revolution. Interesting. <clears throat> they still had some good ideas, I think, but it's not. It wasn't nearly as violent because it was mostly just rich white people being like, "Hey, you guys just be rich over there and let us be rich over here." I don't think so, dude. I've seen Hamilton. I didn't see a single white person. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, there was way more rapping. <laughs> Um, way more shitty, mediocre rapping. Hey, my name's Thomas Jefferson. I'm here to say <laughs> I got the Declaration of Independence today. It's today, like, yeah. Oh, man. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> pardon me. So, Rene Descartes. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, so this guy was born in uh, 1596 in a little town called Le I. I think it's called Le I uh, in France. But they in 1801, they renamed it Le I Descartes. Nice. And then in 1967, they just chopped off the lie part, and now it's just called Descartes. Oh, really? So this is how famous this guy is. He, it, The town he was born in is now named after him. That's kind of cool. It's pretty tight, actually, when I read this, okay? So this guy was uh, he was a member of a uh, relatively minor, like sort of well-to-do noble family in France. Like they weren't like super powerful. They were kind of like a small like branch of like a bigger family. Um, and... Uh, he was yeah, born in 1596. His mom died in, I think, 1599, so like when he was just three years old. And, <laughs> and his dad <laughs> was having so fucking much in France. <laughs> the mom died, like, basically from an infection that she got from birthing him. So, like, you know, essentially sort of died in childbirth, but, like, way later. Oh, okay. Right? And then, or died because of him. And then so the dad immediately remarried when yeah. she died and then sent him to live with his grandfather grandmother well it's interesting <laughs> because like you you hear about that a lot about like uh the mom dies mad young and the guy like remarries immediately and what's kind of like bizarre about that it's like man i'm like super sad that like my wife is dead now all i have left is this kid they're gonna be the kid and you're like i'm not fucking raising this thing like i gotta fucking marry something like, fuck this yeah i'm not well, doing that did i so we talked sort of about this in in uh <laughs> the rousseau episode yeah where he even though he's not french technically he was swiss but they spoke french so whatever it's the same, same thing um <clears throat> piece of shit but he was like you better be french dude well he's essentially french he might as well be french he lived in france for most of his life he was just born and raised the f- early part of his... What is a Swiss accent? Do you know? Well, it depends on what language they speak. They speak three languages there. Yeah, that's so strange. They speak... They, no, they speak four languages. Yeah, they speak Italian. They speak Italian. French. French. German. German. And, and Swiss. And Romanche, which is yeah, it's like Swiss. It's yeah. like they only speak that language in Switzerland, so it might as well just be Swiss. Hmm. But anyway, okay, so hold on. We're getting distracted. So Rousseau, I, I don't know if you remember, but I, I told you this anecdote about how when his mom died, the dad couldn't raise Jean-Jacques Rousseau because every time he looked at his face, it reminded him of his wife, yeah. who he was like deeply in love with and missed terribly. Good Lord. So he would just look at his son and then cry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I don't know if the exact same thing happened with Descartes, but... Like, I can imagine. I bet. These fucking, these emotional pieces of shit. Yeah. Just like, there's just too much love in the world yeah. for the French, I It's think. interesting <laughs> because there's too much love in the world for the French, and there's no love at all for, like, the English, because yeah. they're just like, like hey, stiff, stiff up a lick. Yeah. Stiff up a lick. Stiff up a lip. Stiff up a lip. Yeah, uh, Well, that's what I call, that's why I call bring, when, when I bring ladies home. Stiff up a lick. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so, um, 
Yeah, I feel like English people just hide their emotions, and the French are just... It's just all over the place. It's all over the place. It's on the their place. sleeve. Yeah. And with Brits, it's like tucked away in like a cave that like they don't even know where the cave is anymore. You know yeah, I mean? they've lost it. They've like you need it. one of those like Staff of Raw things to find it, like yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyway. Well, yeah, so we're, here we're talking about the the uh, <laughs> the slovenly emotional French, um, <laughs> which is such a phrase. <laughs> but um, so. Descartes. I don't like that guy. Why? He's just so slovenly and emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Just looks like shit. Yeah. (laughs) But he's also super emotional. Yeah. (laughs) He loves everyone, but he's betrayed by everyone at the same time. No, no. Yeah. He's got to walk on eggshells with this guy. But so this guy. All right. He um, uh, he's sent to live with his grandmother. And his grandmother essentially raises him. His grandmother. His grandmother. Until, uh, until he his is... father became a scientist with the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so many <laughs> inside references. We've, we've, we've explained that. We've explained that one, but it's like... Grandfather. I keep, I keep thinking about this this issue, which I, I don't know if it's going to... It's not a huge issue, but it's like we keep bringing up these inside references... And, like, yes, we have explained them before, but I can't tell you what episode it was that we explained them. Yeah, I don't know. And so, like, there's some people who are just coming on, right, who just started listening, who maybe haven't listened to the past ones and are like, I have no idea what this Nazi grandfather references to. So, the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, me and Ben uh, went to school together in eighth grade, the height school for boys. Where they uh, verbally and physically abused Ben Sholock. <laughs> <laughs> I escaped somewhat unscathed, uh, but uh, not like that though. I wasn't. I wasn't abused like that. Okay, okay we get yeah. it. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I have to make that clear. Oh yeah. I mean, we're not especially in the in the climate. We're not implying that you were. I, it's it's easy to infer that. Okay. Well, also, I wouldn't be surprised if you were. So my point is that <laughs> my point is that we went to school with this fucking kid uh, who. <laughs> I guess he had a weird voice. Yeah. At one time, <laughs> it's I like, wasn't even there. Like it was, a it weird. Was a, it was a weird proto like vocal fry thing that he had going. He's he kind of talk like this. Yeah. He's like, yeah, my grandfather was a he was a scientist, and he can get us all kinds of pots and potting soil. And yeah, <laughs> he said he could bring in things like potting soil. So somehow, <laughs> and your and your cruelness because I was not involved with this because I wasn't oh, there then. You guys, uh, fucking just started saying uh, well, my grand. My grandfather's a scientist for the Nazis. Like, just impersonate this guy. To his face. Here's the deal about this, about this, about this fucking school. Say what you want about it and about how mean everybody was. At least people talk shit directly to you. Yeah. There was no yeah. one talking shit behind your back because they would just say it to you. And you're like, all right, well, I guess that's just how people think of me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So people just say to him, ah, oh, my grandfather. People would say to, to, uh, uh, to, to Chido, they would just make fun yeah. of being fat. People, talk, people would make fun of you. I'm being, a Muslim now. <laughs> people would make fun of you for being Jewish, even though you're like kind of not. And like just all this, uh, James was. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they would call him horrible racial slurs and all kinds of. Yeah, because uh, he's half Chinese. Yeah, so the, there was, was there was a lot of racial slurs flying. So much <laughs> all over the place, which is really funny because like my dad told I told my dad he's like they keep making fun of me for being Jewish and he's like wait they're all Catholic right and I'm like yeah and he's like so some of them are Italian and some of them are Irish and some of them are like there's so much to work like with Hispanic yeah and I, and I was like yeah and he's like just call them all those slurs back there's a ton of slurs for them. <laughs> And so That's hilarious. It's like I just like triumphantly walked back, and I'm like, but a wop, yeah, but a mix. Shut up, you goomba. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like, whoa. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's the thing that was kind of interesting about that school is that you always knew where you stood with everyone because they would yeah. just tell you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, exactly. you're a piece of shit. Oh, 
And also, you smell bad. Oh, man. All right. Anyway, well, so your grandfather. Yeah, well. Or sorry, his grandmother. Was his what? grandmother. So speaking of Catholic school. Yeah. So this is. The high school for boys where Ben was abused. Yeah. <laughs> this is 17th century France, right? Yeah. Uh, seven, 17th century France uh, before the revolution. Which right? is like fucking Penthouse magazine, dude. Well, kind of. It's Penthouse magazine Little in pee. like. There's like a lot of like, you know, fishnet stockings kind of like hiding behind uh, uh, confessionals, you know. Sure. Like it's uh it is Catholic as fuck. Cool. On the surface, but it is sorted underneath. Um that's that's seventeenth century France, basically. Sorted. Um, sorted. Yeah, sorted and Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Um but uh so this this guy, well, he was a kid at the time. So this kid, uh he's his his grandmother like kind of raises him for like a few years, maybe like five to ten years better half of a decade jeez until she hey, dies you killed my wife i don't want to see you for 10 years <laughs> yeah basically well he's, he never really sees his father again because <laughs> he's, he's raised by his grandmother in this other town and then she dies uh and so she is like i i guess like he he gets like some sort of inheritance from her nice. but the inheritance goes just to his education and so he's Ooh. sent to a boarding school a jesuit boarding school um where he's where he just like that's that's kind of where he takes off from there. Um, so he never really sees his family again. He just goes to this fucking um, boarding school uh, for like, you know, the rest of his education up until like college, let's say, like our equivalent of college. And then he goes to um, I don't remember exactly what college he goes to. I think it's the University of Paris or it might be the Sorbonne. I don't know. But he's super educated and he's already very, very smart. OK, <clears throat> but. He starts talking about how he he really hates the philosophy that he had been taught up until that point because everything he's been taught has been scholastic philosophy, which we talked about uh, in a couple episodes. Um, do you remember any of that? St. Thomas Aquinas? St. Thomas Aquinas? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, yeah. Peter Abelard and his son Astrolabe. <laughs> Peter Abelard got his junk cut off because he, he, oh, right. he bedded his like host's daughter or sure. something. Um, and then there's also like John Duns Scotus, uh, William of Ockham, of course, Razor, yeah. Um, all these love Ockham's Razor. Ockham's Razor is actually pretty tight. That's one of my favorite. Like, I think I almost want to do like that, like its own episode for that. I think we did. Not quite. We did the Scholastic episode where we talked about William of Ockham, the guy who came up with it. Huh. But I think it should get its own. Well, I I got an Ockham Razor for you, Ben. You're a good friend. Okay, thank you, but I don't think that's an Occam's Razor. Sure it is. Razor. It's the most, uh, you know, surface-level thing. <laughs> it's the most simple solution. Okay, yeah, all right, fine. To I'll, the Ben Cholak problem. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and take the compliment. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, for a long time I thought it was Ockram's Razor. No. But it's not, it's it turns not. out. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that anecdote. And a stunning twist. <laughs> it's called Occam. Hey, there's one thing uh, I thought had an extra letter, but it didn't. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> So, there's yeah. so much left to learn. You know what I there's mean? There's so much. <laughs> People always say, you know, it's like that. That it's like you know, yeah. uh, <laughs> that fucking guy wept because there was no more worlds to conquer. Well, guess what, my Ozymandias? friend? Ozymandias. <laughs> yeah, we got worlds to was conquer it right here. Or was it? No, it was goddamn Alexander. Alexander, the Great. Alexander yeah. What is Alex? Oh, Al- Ozymandias was like, behold, whatever. Uh, like, behold the lands that I've conquered and weep, or something like that. Or what was it? Ozymandias. Uh, well, he was. Uh, he was a part, he was a superhero in Watchmen. Yeah, I know, but he was also something else before that. 
Sure. I mean, I guess. <laughs> His thing was like, um, like Crazy Train. Oh, it was Behold Ye Mighty in Despair. That's what it that's what uh, yes. was. Yeah. For I am Ozymandias, and I'll kick your ass. Basically. Bitch. Okay. But, um... But this guy, this guy, Randy Descartes, was a huge mathlete, and he'd be like, well, I oh, kick no. your ass with my mind. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, Descartes, um, yeah, so he, uh, he, he became a very, very, you know, intellectual dude. <laughs> that, was okay. his, that was his position. He was an intellectual dude. Um, but uh, he, he kind of bounced around a lot in his professional life. Uh, he mostly just like wrote treatises about. Okay, for, so first of all, here's what's wild. He's what he. So you know how you're a, a comedian first and a sex educator second. Yeah. Right. So I'm a Catholic first. Well, a Catholic first, sure. an American second, <laughs> a, a liar third, <laughs> handsome fourth, <laughs> and a comedian fifth. Where does sex educator come in? Uh, six, and then seventh, I would consider myself uh, a pretty fun hang. Okay. So set wait seventh, you're a fun hang. Yeah, I'm a fun hang. Okay. I'm I'm a I would say I'm a Catholic first, sure, an American uh, third, uh, an a immigrant, Jewish half, an immigrant second. <laughs> yeah, Ben uh, is Ben is here illegally. Yeah, a race scientist fourth, <laughs> a comedian fifth. <laughs> race scientist, I forgot about that. Yeah, was that our Patreon? We kept referring to you as a race scientist. Well, we've referred to it in, in, in numerous fucking sure. episodes. Um, okay, so this this fucking mook. Um, so he considered himself to be a scientist first okay. and a philosopher second. What a dork. So he was kind of a huge dork, but also came up with wildly impressive and uh, important contributions to numerous fields, including he did. <laughs> including <laughs> mathematics, geometry, uh, uh, biology, physics, uh, optics, meteorology, uh, medicine, economics, uh, political science. And and yeah, and then philosophy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So he was uh, it was what was referred to as a polymath. Um, he's actually the guy who what? No. <laughs> he was the guy who came up with um, basically everything you hate about high school math. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, like if you remember the uh, the Cartesian uh, grid, like you know how you do you you had to like chart stuff. In, in math where you had like you know oh, I remember yeah an x axis and a y axis uh that was him he came up with all of that uh <laughs> so it's his fault <laughs> I just wrote down to Ben what I was gonna say but decided not to anyway so wait hold on so this guy is, is so this guy is like the this guy's like poly as fuck he would fit in He's really poly well as fuck yeah in Austin he he liked to fuck all kinds of academics. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't matter what you were, whether sure. you were a mathematician, whether you were a physicist, yeah, whether you were a biologist. Physical education counts. Yeah, a gym teacher, sure. <laughs> you a janitor? I'm so you imagine you. this guy in fucking like gym shorts, just being like, eh, ride the cl- ride the rope faster. Yeah, it is. Climb weird. the rope faster. It is weird to think about the fact that there there have to be. I've never met one, but I know for a fact there has to be French janitors. Yeah, they're French janitors. They're, they're called a uh, custodian. A custodian. <laughs> um, hey, come meet my custodian. A my custodian. In <laughs> custodian castle. Custodian, custodian castle. Oh, that's, that's going to be a Lanolax thing. I'm going to write that down <laughs> right now. Um, oh, yeah. Check out uh, uh, the Lanolax Corporation. It's a, a fun podcast. 
that uh, Pat and Aaron Brooks do, where they uh, get they don't do drugs, no, and, <laughs> and just act like pieces of shit. So anyway, Descartes has this problem. He has he has a big uh, un uh, un grand problème uh, with the scholastic philosophy. Uh, why not enough cheese? <laughs> Not enough uh, wine Not enough and cheese. bread and wine. Yeah, he's actually... Okay, so here's here's what it is. He's like, uh, they don't have enough uh, wine or cheese. And then <laughs> they're like, well, actually, the guys who came up with this are Greek. So they have plenty of wine and cheese, you dick. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want a gyro. Like, I, do not, I do not like feta, and their wine tastes like shit. <laughs> I do not like their wine. <laughs> <laughs> And I did not like the wine. I did not like the wine. Get your wine away from my family. <laughs> hey, shout out. Yeah, keep your Greek wine away from my fucking family. <laughs> All right? If I see <laughs> a drop, any of you Archimedes looking motherfuckers coming towards my family with your fucking Greek ass wine, I don't think so. With your fucking Greek ass wine. What uh, Greek wine? I don't, I've never even heard of such a thing. Well, it's just it has wine. to exist, but oh, it does. I mean, they were the first ones. To, no, they're not the first ones to make it. But the no, Greeks, I know, I know that they do. I know that they made a ton that, of wine. They, they, that they talk about it, but I've never really, th- I've never thought about modern Greek wine. What is that like? Do you think uh, they probably would go bankrupt pretty quickly? <laughs> yeah, then have to ask for help from the European Union. Fucking these guys! <laughs> Come on! Now, um, <laughs> Imagine a whole country just being like, "Well, we're f- broke." And you're like, "What? Well, All of you?" Kind of, I guess. It's way more complicated than that. <laughs> Sounds seems very complicated. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. How do so, we how do we solve the problem in Greece? Do you think? Uh, we wait what until you and someone do? else does. <laughs> I feel like you and I can do something. I don't think we can. Okay, <laughs> I really well. don't, and I th- I think we shouldn't. How about this? I think we're. <laughs> if our Patreon gets to five hundred dollars a month, you and I will pledge to single handedly uh, solve, solve the economic crisis. The economic crisis in Greece. You and me. <laughs> We'll get together. We'll, we'll spend. We'll have a couple three-day yeah, we'll, weekends. We'll, yeah, we'll have a we'll, we'll have a brainstorming session. Yeah. You know, just throw some spaghetti against the wall. Hey man, see what happens. Yeah, okay. that's how you figure out you have good spaghetti. You throw it against the wall for some reason. Yeah, and then you throw it at your wife and you yell in Italian. Yeah, yeah, that's my Italian. See, I am good at speaking fake language. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> not that Italian's fake, but Bebe de bino. yeah, Bebe de be- Bebe de Bebe sausage is not fascist enough. All right, bitch. Mussolini. That was a good impression of Mussolini. Yeah. Um. So, hey, we need some more clams on Mussolini. Clam sounds really good, right? Linguine and clams. Do you have any? Do you have any idea how good linguine and clams is? It's the fucking best. Did you? Did Did Danny come and make you linguine and clams last time he was here? That's like his thing. That's the only thing I know about. I mean, like Danny I know Palumbo. About him, but so he, yeah. So Palumbo. Eh, Palumbo. Linguine and clams. Eh, I guess I had your place for five days. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so, I want to make pasta, not clean up. Ah, I'm Danny Palumbo. <laughs> yeah, Palumbo will come over and just like. That one time he was really drunk, he came in and made pasta and then left. But he made, okay, he didn't just make pasta. Like, we were both trash. Like, whenever Danny hangs out here, like, we just get, you know, Danny and I both have a fondness for the drink. Yeah. So, um, I, don't, I don't think we've ever denied <laughs> and, and, and that. And the pills. I don't think we've denied the, the pills and the, the booze and the drugs and the, the whoring. But we basically, when he when he comes stays here, we get trashed and he just cooks pasta. And again, yeah, it doesn't clean anything. Yeah. When he walks, it makes that noise. He has... 
You know how like some people have those shoes where when they step on the ground, like a light goes off in the yeah, back. Yeah, like LA light. It's like that, except yeah. it plays that fucking Italian song. <laughs> so like no, so he like creates these like feasts where like it's just like these weird like concoctions and like just there's sauce everywhere and it's just like it's a complete disaster but it tastes very good i mean the man does know how to cook he is what i like to call uh, a pasta poppy you know a pasta paisan he's a pasta paisan yeah danny palumbo yeah pasta that's, paisan, that a, danny, Pais- danny palumbo. That's what palumbo means i was about to say danny paisan danny paisan <laughs> we can call him that yeah i doubt he'd be offended i don't think so eh. yeah uh, why are you calling me that, Pat Dean? Uh, I'm so hopped up on goofballs. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. That's me. Ah, <laughs> oh, my meatballs. <laughs> Stop, How man. many times in it in that fucking guy's life do you think he said? He said, "Ah, my meatballs." Because <laughs> I'm gonna say a lot. Twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my meatballs. <laughs> in like complete terror. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he yeah, got genuinely. I forgot about the meatballs. Genuinely worried. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm a fucking guy. What so a right. creep. The, the way this guy feels about meatballs is the way <laughs> Rene Descartes feels about mathematics. Wow. <laughs> and like science in general. So here's his deal. All right. Here's yeah. his fucking deal. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So he is tired of the assault coming from Greek wine and cheese. Sure. And he's like, it's time for French wine and cheese to get its to get its <laughs> its heyday. To finally so, get its due. Yeah, to finally get its due. Can we please start talking about French wine? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel <laughs> like this is it when it starts. It's because of him. Yeah. Um God, wine is so man, there's moments where like I'll be super high. You're drinking wine right I'll, now. I know. And I'll, and I'll and I'll be drinking like wine and it'll be like two in the morning and I'll be like, I am never stopping drinking. You know what I mean? There's just these moments where I go, This is the best. Wine in the is world. delicious. It's the best and when you're high when you're high and you have a glass of wine and maybe you have a Xanax. Yeah. Maybe you don't though, but maybe you do, and like you definitely do. Um, and it's just like, dude, this is the best, and I will never stop doing it. Like this yeah. rules. Yeah. Who awesome. am I hurting? Me, my friends and loved ones. Once I die young, but beyond that, I guess, yeah, and I hurt them in the the most terrible way possible. Sure. Which just, is with your entire loss. Yep, with my slow destruction, <laughs> slow self-made destruction. Um. <clears throat> anyway, what? Okay, so. Descartes, or as you as you once referred to him as Descartes, Descartes, and he, yeah. I gotta be honest, he's never recovered from that. <laughs> like, I, like now, yeah. like Just people de- are that doing devastating burn. People are doing a critical reassessment of this guy purely based on that. Like, okay, this, Actually, I've I've single handedly destroyed his legacy. So that's not true at all. Here's no. why: because well, his dream. his philosophy. Here's here's the problem. Here's the problem with Descartes. And what? I actually, I actually like this dude because he was the first one with the bulls. All right, he had the fucking bulls. Sure. To the stones. The stones. Yeah, yeah. Les, les étoiles or whatever. I don't know what they're <laughs> called in French, but <laughs> I just totally made that up. <laughs> les sacs. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had les sacs. He had a, a grand enough sac uh, to come up with with a new type of philosophy, basically a new a new way of doing it. Um, where he separated himself from the scholastics. The scholastics were largely just getting their cue from the Greeks. Basically, here's what was happening. What? <clears throat> what was happening? The scholastics were taking a lot of their shit from Aristotle. Oh. All right? And this guy, this Greek fuck, this fucking diner owner. Oh. Was was this East Coast dining this operator. This East Coast diner operating piece of shit. This, I this bet. Fucking, you know what? I bet his diner would be so this fucking This fucking Nikolai or whatever. Yeah. This fucking Nico 
Georgia's fucking guy. I bet his diner is amazing. That's why there's no good. It's probably the best in oh. Austin because uh, because there's no fucking Greeks and we need them. Yeah, we need some uh, uh, listen. Here. I know that we have a very sizable Greek audience. Uh, got, fellas, <laughs> we need you to come here. You know, we have a, a, actually a, a fairly sizable Icelandic audience. Yeah. Just shout them out real quick. Thank you, Iceland, for listening. Iceland, thank you for everything. Thank yeah. you for your mythology. Thank you for your music. Yeah. And uh, yeah. everything is music. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's just that impression of Bjork that they did in, in Saturday Night Live. It's like, so Somet- is music. Sometimes I throw change into the oven. Everything is music. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you're living in Greece right now, you're probably upset about the whole financial collapse you probably don't yeah. understand but it. don't worry we're on top of it come here and open a diner for me and ben and call it come to beautiful what can beautiful we call it? Austin, beautiful texas. austin texas we, we and the name of it is can be called hop and papadopoulos yeah hop and papadopoulos yeah so <laughs> aristotle hop and papadopoulos please we need you all we yeah. have is starseeds cafe which is fine but it's i, not I went diner. there for lunch today i went there for i went there for a fourth meal last night with christina parish <laughs> <laughs> that place is good it's not Greek enough, though. Well, it's not Greek at all, but it's yeah. it's good. No. Dude, I saw this, like, they have, like, on display. So they have a bunch of weird, like, photographs on display at Starseeds well, Cafe. they have, like, art. They have, like, art that they They have out. art and different photographs. And you know what? The next time, I I don't know when I'm going to be able to do this, but one day I'm going to put a photo of myself up <laughs> at Starseeds and just see if anyone notices. Fuck it. I might just go in. I might go there tonight and just go, hey, I'm going to hang this up. And, and I'll see what they do. What are they going to do? Yeah. They'll be like, all right. What are you going to do? You know you should, when you should do it, though, because it is 24 hours. It is. Do it, like, at 2 a.m. Because they'll be so fucking harried and and overwhelmed. And they look up, and there's just a guy just with a, guy a like, hammer. Hanging, <laughs> hanging a frame, like a beautiful framed, <laughs> framed <laughs> photograph of himself. If I saw just, someone do that, if I saw someone do that, I would be yeah. like, "Fuck it, I am not dealing with this right now." <laughs> yeah, right. N- neither would they because they're dealing with fucking drunks, fucking getting into fights. Probably. Dude, table seventeen needs more butter. I got some yeah. important stuff to do. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, and then your 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 portrait will hang there forever, yeah. like the fucking Louvre. So there was like, uh, anyway, the album display. They have like a like like an old menu from like mm-hmm. back in the day, I guess, because it's been there for very long. I don't know how long, but it's been there for a very long time. Yeah, and they um. Like one of them is like a seafood, like dish, like the, the, the catch of the day, and I was Ugh. like, and I don't know, like, like the deal with Starseeds Cafe is that it's good. I don't trust inland. I don't no. trust seafood in inland places like no. Texas. You know, not especially not unless it's like guaranteed a, to be shipped in, or especially something, not in you know? a diner on the side of I thirty five. Yeah, yeah. Next to a motel where someone died in the hot tub. Yeah. Do you know about that? <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes got they, so big. They found a dead body there. A cop did. A cop did well. Good. And she <laughs> told us about it. Well, because okay. women can be cops too, Ben. I know that upsets you, but wait, is this? Uh... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> is this? Uh, was this recently? No, this is years ago. Okay, yeah. Okay, it's the same one. I heard that it was found in the pool. I don't know. I mean, it might have been hot tub. It is. Right? Oh, so like... It is the pool. Yeah, it is. Sorry, yeah, okay. it is the pool. Cool. Yeah, this cop would go there and like. It was the pool? Cool. Oh, the the cool pool. I'm a fool. Uh, <laughs> you fucking rule. So basically. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 cop was like talking to uh this this lady, who was sort of like a Starseeds legend. Uh-huh. Brooke. Oh. Brooke was like a Starseeds legend, dude. She was there for like a long Wait time. Wait a minute. You, I don't know if you. I don't think you knew her, but uh, so she like uh, well, they were just chatting one day, and she yeah, was that's like not the one I was thinking of. There's and, a, there was a there was a waitress at uh Starseeds for a while who I was in love oh, with. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. And yeah. can, I, can I tell you something, Ben? 
you got great taste because yeah. <laughs> everybody was in love with that girl. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so Brooke was this legend there, and she was saying that like she was talking to this this cop would come in every morning, and she's very friendly to talk, and like just one day she's like, yeah, I've always wanted to go next door and go swimming, and she was like, oh, I wouldn't do that. We found a dead body there a couple of days ago. And she was <laughs> Holy like, shit. she got thought she was kidding, and like she wasn't. Yeah, and then she stared distantly into her coffee. Yeah, because she's like, I didn't a know you could cop. stare distantly into a coffee right in front of you. <laughs> But <laughs> yeah, because it's not far away from you. It's yeah. right in front of you. Yeah. You're somehow being distant with it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Mackenzie, that's her name. <laughs> Just remember. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, uh, I love you. Anyway, um... Mackenzie, if you're listening, Ben misses you. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he's been waiting on a coffee refill for like seven years. Yeah, seven years. <laughs> it's OK, though. I forgive you. <laughs> okay. It's rules. Um, this episode brought to you by Starsky's Cafe. Fuck Starsky's it, let's Cafe. Just say yeah, why not? Let's they used to be owned by this motherfucker named uh, uh, Ellis, um, oh. who I hate. And if, if there's anyone listening and they know Ellis, I don't remember his last name, uh, but he owned uh, the tavern and he owned Starseeds and he owned uh, a bunch of other stuff. Hills Cafe, which isn't open anymore. I wonder why. Because you're terrible at your job, Ellis. And if any one of you motherfuckers knows Ellis, tell him that Pat Dean says he's a piece of shit and I hate him. Whoa. I Whoa. Okay. hate this guy. Because he, he was the owner of the... He was a fucking asshole. And I don't have enough time to get into it, but he's a piece of fucking garbage. Okay. And if any of you know... I'm going to look up his last name in a second. But if, hold <laughs> on. say it out loud. Fuck, dude. Everyone... Know who this guy is? He's like I, a I don't. I don't know who he is, but I'm not I mean, saying anything bad. I'm not saying anything bad about him. I'm saying he's a piece of shit that I hate. <laughs> okay, well, fine. Well, you are, are taking your your weird route towards vengeance right now. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to talk about Rene Descartes. So Descartes, <laughs> this is not a platform for your vendetta right now. <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alice, where's that El Arroyo book that you promised a year ago that people paid for and himself and gotten? Where is it, Alice? El Arroyo? El Arroyo. He also owns that fucking place. Oh, oh, oh. And they okay. have those silly signs up front which say something silly. Oh, he and owns that be, place? Yeah, and there's supposed to be a book. Hey, Alice, where is it? Hey, oh, Alice, it hasn't been paid mo- Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. So, listen. Fuck that guy. I hate that guy. Okay, man. I agree with you. <laughs> Um, okay. <clears throat> Look, here's what we got to do. We got to talk about Rene Descartes. All right, buddy? Okay, fine. So, <laughs> Win Stanley, that's your fucking name. Ellis Win Stanley. I hate you. <laughs> I fucking hate you, Ellis. Okay. <laughs> oh, Ella Royal's landlord seeks eviction. Oh, I wonder why. Okay, man. <laughs> All right, so anyway, Rene Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> he was this French guy who's very important in philosophy. <laughs> His dad's named Dave, and he's an even. I hate okay, Dave. You got to shut up about Ellis. This is Why? not the time. I don't like Dave or Ellis. Okay, fine. Ellis sucks. I agree. Ellis sucks dick. Yeah, Fuck F- you, Ellis. Fuck you, Ellis. <clears throat> All right. But so Rene Descartes, he's saying he hates these fucking. <laughs> he hates these scholastic philosophers because they're taking their cue from from aristotle who is the ellis whatever of uh of european philosophy at the time okay sure all right so everyone hates him and right in descartes is you saying fuck you ellis fuck you aristotle uh fuck you and your stupid theory of hylomorphism okay hylomorphism is a theory that was very prominent and prevalent in scholastic philosophy that talks about how things are things sure okay 
Uh, Hilo is uh, is uh, from the Greek for matter, and morphism is the from the Greek for form. All right. So basically, who doesn't know that? So, so a thing is a thing because of a combination of the fact that it's made from matter, and it has a specific form. And the way that they've been arguing all, for all these centuries is basically that like the form that something takes. They take this from Aristotle. Basically says that <coughs> that the form, like the shape of something, the way that it like uh, you know stop. Stop shaking your head. I'm looking up stuff so, about Ellis. Stop doing that. Pay attention. I don't like. Well, he sucks. Also, I guess the book did come out, but it took a long time. Okay, fine. But close, close the window. I can't close the window. I don't know how. Uh, what made me annoyed is that it said that they they acquired Star. This is not about Ellis. This episode is not they about. They acquired Star Seeds Cafe when they were uh, sophomores in college because their dad is rich. <clears throat> okay, so they suck. Okay, fine. Yeah. So they suck. I don't like them. Okay, well, I don't good. Know the guy. Good. No. Okay, stop. Stop with your fucking I'm vendetta. To, I'm trying to express myself. This is not the time. Why not? Because this I'm trying to time. teach you. No, I'm trying to teach Cup you Nation Studios, about philosophy. Baby. Now, if you want, do you want to do a, an episode about Ellis? We'll do it <laughs> How in our Patreon. How funny would that be? If that we would just be did fun. an episode making fun of this guy. Okay, but stop intruding on my time. Okay. This is my time to teach you philosophy. Well, I'm trying to learn, but I'm consumed with rage. <laughs> I know you are, and you need to stop it. <laughs> okay, well, some of us have passions, Ben. Okay, well, that's your first mistake. Mine... Include uh, a guy who hasn't been my boss in years. <laughs> it's just, yeah, what a silly thing to do. Yeah. You know you're making yourself upset over nothing? Dude, yeah, that's, that's all I do. It's all I know how to be. Look, all right, so let me get through this, and then you can get back to your hatred for Ellis. Sweet. Okay. Win Stanley. Win Stanley. All right, fine. Ellis Win Stanley. Also, nice. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill you, Ellis well, Win Stanley. Well, don't say that, but I will say that you. <laughs> I'm gonna a... kill you so that so that Pat doesn't have to worry about you anymore. Yeah, nice last right? name by the way. It's terrible. Yeah, it's the worst shitty. last name I've ever heard. What's your life. dad's name? Dave. Dave. That sucks. Yeah, Dave sucks. All right. Hey, so... Dave. Fuck you. <laughs> you have a shitty son. Um. Okay. So now, <laughs> are we back? Can We're we back. back. Are we back? Okay. <laughs> I want to jump up. I want to jump up. So a mad. Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. He, I'm sorry that this guy was a total piece of shit. Yeah. Okay. But let's focus. <laughs> okay. Let's focus on Rene Descartes. I'm trying to. Or you Rene, keep bringing up Ellis. Rene Descartes. Yeah. The fart man. The fart man. <laughs> <laughs> I call him Mr. Fart. Yeah. So Mr. Fart. No, Monsieur Fart. His name is Monsieur Fart. Um, <laughs> Le Fartius. Okay. So he says, well, fuck this bullshit about hylomorphism yeah fuck this bullshit it. about how they say that like you know form is attached to matter as a separate thing and he says well that's not true and he's like well that's they say the scholastics say that uh that the shape of things the form of things right that's what organizes matter into its own thing and that's what makes it behave in a certain way so like <clears throat> when you roll a bowling ball and it smacks the ping the pins or whatever yeah right what a so, satisfying feeling. It is a satisfying feeling, but but like so what causes it? What causes the the centrifugal ball? force? No. No. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm not a physicist, but I'm pretty sure that's not what it is. Huh. It's it's really just the momentum of the ball hitting the pins. Okay. <clears throat> it's whatever here's, helps here's you. where shut up. Here's where Descartes is important. The scholastics would say that it's the roundness of the ball that when it impacts the uh, the pins and the pin shape like uh, like essence of the pins, 
they're interacting in a way where they can't really have like a good relationship, so they fall over. Okay. Yes. It's sort of bullshit. Okay. Descartes was really the first one, sort of before Isaac Newton, to sort of get into this explanation in terms of mechanics and the idea of, well, objects are not like the shape of them doesn't really matter. It's the fact that they're made out of matter and therefore Tell have that to my dating profile and, and therefore have mass. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The fact that like an object has mass. Yeah. Uh, and is sent in a certain direction uh, with a certain amount of force. That's all that really matters. The shape of things doesn't matter. Sure. Okay. The only thing that exists then is just matter. Like shape or form is a, is an ancillary consideration. It's something that's not really important. I mean, what is the matter? The the matter is that there is matter. <laughs> Fuck you. The matter is that there is matter and that, that that's all that exists except for this last little bit of substance in the universe called mind. Hell yeah. Or soul. He doesn't really make a distinction between the two, but he says that there's basically two things in the in the universe. There's matter and there's soul. Right? And soul is, you know, uh, just a, a, you know. Ray Charles. Ray Charles, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's earth, wind, and fire. Yeah, there's, dude. Yeah, there's there's five elements: earth, wind, fire, and soul. Um, <laughs> and Descartes discovered all of them. <laughs> Tell me what I say, boop, do, do. I'm fucking French, do, I'm fucking do, French. Do, do. <laughs> hey, hey, whoa, whoa, do toi, huh? <laughs> That's his version. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> man w- one funny joke that i never got when i was young uh watching uh monty python i, re- I rewatched monty python and the holy grail a few weeks ago uh-huh. the, the just I, I i just that running joke of when they meet those french soldiers and yeah. like none of them can understand french so they speak <laughs> to each other in french and they go what and then they say it in english what? and they go oh <laughs> Grab the door. Oh, and they go and do it. It's yeah. so funny. Oh, yeah. None of them speak French. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because uh, they go, uh, was it? Fesh la vache. Quoi? Fesh la vache. What? Launch the cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Now um, go away. I will insult you a second time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It just, it's, it's so good. It's, it's just, just like, so rude. Yeah, because they, because they hated each other for. 500 years like they hated each other the british and the french have hated each other like that's almost as long of a rivalry as like the the, the israelis and the palestinians yeah actually it's a longer rivalry arguably i mean i guess like there's like people hate like the the russians and the mongols have hated each other for a long ass time the the romans and the Celts hated each other for a long ass time the british and the french is like i think it's like probably the longest (laughs) geopolitical rivalry of yeah. all time they hated each other and imagine imagine how fucking terrible the germans must have been for them to ally yeah that must have been really i mean well we know they're what like was going on yeah, yeah. they're like hey we hate each other but okay hold on hold on oh my god what? i have to fucking mention this because what? i just learned about this okay what the hell 
So when the French surrendered in World War II, okay, they still had their fucking gigantic ass navy. They still had like a very sizable navy, but they didn't want it to be turned over to the Germans. So, so the French. <laughs> Wait, what? This is what, what was what? in World War II. Yeah. This is this is a side. This is a side thing. Okay. Okay. The French they they lost right. <laughs> they they surrendered really quick. Yeah. To the Germans. All right, 1940. They hey, still. What can you do? They could have done so much more. <laughs> They could have done so much more. Yeah. Okay. But but here's the thing. So the French, they, they were a huge power still at the time, and they had this fucking huge navy. They had a big, a really good, like, sizable navy. And once they capitulated to the Germans, they were like, well, we're, we don't want to give this navy over to the Germans so they could use it. So they were in talks with the British, and the British were like, well, you know, we'll give you some options. Like, like you could either scuttle them, like, destroy them, or you can send them over to us or you can, you know, send them over to a port in the Western Hemisphere so that the Americans can pick them up and like house them in fucking New York or whatever. And the French were like, no, we're not going to do any of this. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Because they, like, they were just like, fuck you. Uh, we do not like the British <laughs> no matter what. So <laughs> so the British these guys think they are. So the British <laughs> sent an air raid to destroy the French Navy. <laughs> really yeah in world war ii wow because they were like look i'm sorry we have to do this but we you're kind of being an asshole right yeah, now. you're being a fucking asshole right now and we can't let these fucking ships get into the hands of the germans so we're gonna bomb your entire navy and that's what they did it is the principle of the thing i know <laughs> wow and the british were like it is the principle in it in it yeah World War Two is pretty wild, dude. It is wild. Do you know that that's how you know how we got supremacy over the British in because, World War Two? Yeah, in World War Two, uh, because FDR was a prick. Oh, I thought because there's salt on our food. No. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> salt and pepper. <laughs> what Never. Is what is this? This witchcraft. <laughs> what is this? The colonies. Um. <laughs> no. So okay, real quick. Uh. So the, so Winston Churchill was like desperate, you know, because he was, uh, you know, losing the war yeah. and being bombed the shit out of by Hitler. And so he was like, OK, we need some help. And FDR was like, I don't know. <laughs> You're really far away. Yeah, basically. This is so far away from us. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Britain was like, OK, 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 OK. You can have all of our bases yes. on the Western Hemisphere. And they had a ton because they had a global empire at the time. Sure. And there's like, we will hand them all over to you. And FDR was like, oh, all right. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so we snatched up every, literally that the, the half of the world that the British like had control over in the Western Hemisphere. We took all of their bases and that like it really fulfilled the Monroe Doctrine, which is basically like if you fuck with anything in the Western Hemisphere, you're fucking with the United States. Yeah. We basically made that a reality by taking all of Britain's bases. Oh, no. <laughs> huh. And then they were like, all right, fine. And in exchange, we gave them like ammunition and ships yeah. and stuff to help fight. <clears throat> but that was arguably one of, of us, I'd say. Yeah, it was arguably one of the biggest things to take down the British Empire, too. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. I guess I didn't, I've never heard of that. Like, they just transferred <clears throat> over their fucking naval bases in the Western Hemisphere to Man, us. Man, how mad. And we were just like, bet. <laughs> how, yeah. How mad must those fucking English soldiers have been? So mad. <laughs> <laughs> so mad. I mean, 
All right. And, and we're just like boarding their ships, being like, Yee-haw! yeah. <laughs> we're fucking doing jello shots. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Unacceptable. <laughs> All right, okay, we got to get back. We got to go back to Descartes real quick. Sure. Let's wrap this up. Okay. All right. My favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> when it ends. Okay, so Descartes, again, hates uh, uh, hates scholasticism. He comes up with this kind of like more mechanical uh, version of, of physics, of philosophy. Uh, what was said or what I've read is that like a lot of his scientific ideas eventually were superseded, which means... That he wasn't wrong, but he was right for the amount of information that he had at the time. And then as technology got better, you know, people got a better idea of what was going on with, like, mechanics and physics and shit like that. Sure. Right? So, like, Newton kind of superseded him. And then Einstein superseded him, and then some fucking genius will supersede Einstein at some point. I wonder who it'll be. It'll probably be me. Okay. <clears throat> but That's pretty cool. But Descartes... Uh, what he's known for philosophically, though, is that he was he was a proponent of this theory in epistemology. Do you remember what epistemology? Epistemology, is? yes, I do actually. <laughs> okay, it's uh, it's a, a car part <laughs> that teaches you about mythology. <laughs> okay, yeah, good. And it's online. Yeah, <laughs> epistemology. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I love this. This is a good segment. This is a segment. Pat explains epistemology. Well, yeah, we've done this many times. And you know what's funny? I swear to Christ, I don't know what epistemology is. Okay, so epist- <laughs> You've told me so many times. <laughs> I swear to Jesus Christ, who I love more than anything, that I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I really don't know what it is. Okay, so epistemology is the study of knowledge. It's how oh, you know Oh, I remember that things. now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I really did I not know, know. I know you don't. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> All right. So epistemology is the study of knowledge. He comes up with the theory in epistemology that basically says that the only way we know things is through the um, ingrained, innate, deducible laws. And ingrained in it. In it. In it. Once you know. So the in it, all the in it's, that's a funny, that would be a funny like racial slur for the British. A bunch of in it's. A bunch of in it's, yeah. Yeah. So the in it's, they are big proponents of the opposite of this guy's idea, which is uh, empiricism. What Descartes formulated was this theory called rationalism. Rationalism was a huge theory in epistemology that basically says that everything that we know doesn't come from our senses. Yeah. The thing that we get indubitable knowledge from is from our minds, is from the deducible rules uh, of like logic in our minds. Okay. And so he demonstrated this with his very, very work, very, very <laughs> famous work of philosophy called. Uh, the uh, the discourse on method, okay, okay? and he, he kind of goes through like all the best ways to gain certain knowledge, and then he sort of extrapolates more on this in his second like magnum opus, which is a huge huge work of philosophy. It's the most quoted, probably the most quoted uh, and cited uh, work of philosophy in the past five hundred to six hundred years. Okay, nice. called uh, uh, called the Meditations. Okay. In the meditations, Descartes basically does this. He goes, all right, I can't trust. I can't trust these Greek fucks, all right? They're shady. They're liars. I can't trust them, all right? And that's what all of philosophy, all, all of European philosophy has been built on the Greeks up until this point. So he goes, fuck these fools. I'm going to start my own philosophy, and I'm going to start from zero. I'm starting from zero. I'm going to doubt everything, Okay. 
I'm going to start by doubting everything, and I'm only going to acknowledge things that are certain or true, uh, or that are. I'm only going to acknowledge things that are certain or true if, like, I think that there's no way to doubt them. Okay, so that's his big thing is is this dubitability clause. He basically says if there's any way that you can doubt anything, then throw it away. Okay, you have to have absolute certainty. So he starts by going, all right, well, let's start with like my own. Okay, first of all, while he's doing this, while he's writing this, he's living in this like little hut in France during the winter. Um, that's basically just heated by this like, uh, I think it's called a cockle stove. <laughs> what? A cockle stove, which is one of those stoves that you see in like old timey drawings of like, it's like it looks kind of like a belly that you have like you feed wood into, and then it has like a little stove inside. You know? Okay. It's like an old-timey looking stove. Sure. I'm trying to know what it is. Okay. If I saw it. Yeah, yeah. If you saw it, you'd, you'd remember what it is. But it's just this one-room little hut in the wilderness that he's living in. Okay? And he uh, is... What he does is he used to have tuberculosis when he was a kid. And so he was allowed to just kind of like sit in bed for several hours before he had to go to class. And while he was sitting in God, bed... it must be so nice. It was actually pretty tight. It sounds really tight. Well, except for the tuberculosis. But... Yeah. He he maintained this practice even after he got cured from tuberculosis, but it helped him basically. What he did is meditate. He would just meditate on his bed and just think about things. He was just sitting there thinking about things. Oh, wow. What a deep guy. Well, how often do you do that? Every morning. Do you do that every morning? Yeah, I stay in bed for an hour. Okay, well, why haven't you written the meditations yet? Maybe I have. <laughs> I don't think you have. Maybe I have, and maybe you. I just don't trust you because I think you're going to steal them. <laughs> Okay, that's so paranoid. Okay. <laughs> okay, but this guy, he maintained this practice of basically before he w- woke up every morning, he would just like have these like thoughts. He would just entertain these thoughts and think through them very, very logically and very, very like like carefully. Thinking rules, dude. Step by step. Yeah, this guy thought thinking rules, okay? He, he thought that thinking rules knowledge. <laughs> like the only way you get knowledge is by thinking things through, Okay. And you disagree? No, I don't disagree. I actually, I, I kind of like this guy. But here's here's the thing. So he, while he was living in this hut and he would do these meditations every single day, he, there was this one point where he wrote about having these three like really really vivid dreams. Yeah. Okay. The second dream, <laughs> from what I've read, <laughs> says that it was a product of that like modern doctors say it was a product of what's called quote unquote exploding head syndrome. What? <laughs> Yeah, exploding head syndrome, which is not as cool as it sounds. <laughs> I mean, how could it be? It just means it just means that some people uh, have this have this problem every once in a while, where while they're sleeping or when they're in that like that weird like um, that weird stage of sleep when you're like about to wake up but you're not. Yeah, you know, you're not and quite awake yet. Explode. Yeah, well, so your head doesn't explode literally, oh. <laughs> but what happens is you have a bit of a seizure. Where you start hearing things, you start seeing bright lights, Whoa. and you start getting kind of this like mist, sort of like a DMT trip. You start getting like a, a mystical sort of like yeah, a, uh, 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 experience. And then when you wake up, you're just not like not you're not really like bothered by it, but you're like, well, that was weird, kind of, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. So Descartes was one of the few people who didn't just go, oh, that was weird. But he like sat down and started writing like, whoa, that was weird. Let me think about what was told. And in in the fucking dream, he was he says he was visited by an angel who told him that he would construct a modern system of thought 
that no one had ever what the come hell? up with before. Yeah, and then he started writing the meditations. Okay. Okay. In the meditations, he starts by doubting everything. He says everything must be doubted, so that that way everything must be tailored outy. That way, <laughs> that way we can start by not being happy about it, and then eventually, <laughs> eventually we can find those bedrock things of absolute certainty that then we can be happy about. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> and so. He comes up with this. He goes, this is where he comes up with the brain in the vat scenario. Okay. Oh, that was this guy? This guy. Brain so it was he wasn't called the it wasn't called the brain in the vat. It was called the evil demon because they didn't have brains and vats back then. Right. Right. Humans grew brains in the nineteen eighties. In the nineteen eighties, yeah. It wasn't until the nineteen eighties. What a shift that was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he came up Got with a the, lot of stuff done. The evil demon scenario, which is basically basically he was the inventor of the brain in the vat situation. Which had just fucking so many abs. Um, <laughs> the brain of the vat. If you remember, he says you have to doubt even the things that you sense, right? So you have to doubt the fact that you're staring at your computer right now. You don't know that you're actually staring at your computer. Yeah, I know. You're just you're just getting the impression that you're staring at your. Computer, I remember, right? Because there's this evil demon who's constructing this reality for you. Yeah, that's right? what they very, do. Very matrixy. Okay. So Descartes says, okay, so we can't even trust our own sense perceptions. So we can't s- accept that as a as a certainty. So he goes, he throws that away and he says, well, there's no such thing as the external world. There's no such thing as like uh, you know, actually perceiving things. So we can't trust that. So where are we left to? And he goes, all right. Well, at the very least, if I'm being deceived, right, by a computer program or by an evil demon, Nevertheless, I am being deceived. There is an I that is getting these impressions in my head. And he says, okay, well, there's one thing that we can be certain about. He says, I think, therefore, I am. Heard. That's Descartes. He's the guy who came up with what's called the cogito. The cogito, which is Latin for, it's Latin, it's cogito ergo sum, Latin, it's I think, therefore I am. He came up with that. Quintus Habitat in Apulia. <laughs> yes. Quintus as yes, Quintus. Pue Romanus. <laughs> Quintus, is a cool, Roman, huh? Quintus is a Roman boy. Pretty yeah. cool, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but you know I could do that. I actually had no idea that you knew any Latin. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Us, ah, uh, um. Uh, hold on. Us, us. Okay. Don't. Us, e. I'm going to throw a book at you. Ibis, ah, uh, Ibis, Ibi. Yeah. Oh, no, it might be Ibis actually. Well, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna catch the book and throw it at your dick. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. Ruin that dick of yours. <clears throat> so Descartes comes up with cogito ergo sum, or in French, uh, je pense donc je suis. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I think therefore I am. So he comes up with this. He's like, this is one thing we can be fucking sure about. Sure. All right. I th- like even if I'm being deceived, even if I'm living in this weird pod in the matrix or whatever, and I'm fed this life, this this life story that has never actually happened. At the very least, I know that there is one thing that is me that is being deceived by this. OK. And from there he goes. <clears throat> All right. Well, from there, uh, I must exist. And in order for me to exist, there must be like a God that exists to put me here, 
Uh, I must have a soul that exists aside from my body. And he goes from there. It's a very interesting argument that I don't totally agree with, but he basically says that the soul is immortal or it's eternal because he says, and again, because he equates the soul with the mind. He says that there is a mind that is thinking and that mind that thinks no matter what, even if it has no body, even if it's just this like, uploaded consciousness in some weird computer right even if i have no body this thinking thing exists without a body therefore if a thinking thing can exist without a body yeah you have a soul sure and the soul doesn't need a body and that's a really important thing for him because what about when soul meets body well when soul meets body that's soul when that's when your mom and dad fuck body. and that's when your soul meets body and listen to death cab while they do it <laughs> ew ew yeah. <laughs> How upsetting is the thing about your parents effing while they listen to Death Cab for Cutie? I don't I don't think they did. I wanna be where soul meets body. And your dad just sweating Ew. on top. When was that just song released? All hips, you know? Ew. Don't ever don't ever say all hips to me. <laughs> <laughs> ever again. Ever again. He does that thing in American Psycho. He looks in the mirror and sees his just chiseled body and just flexes ah! as he just pumps away. All right, look. What? It's your stepmom. You're not related to her. Who cares? Oh, okay. If he's only doing it to her, then I don't really care. Yeah, who cares? Let, let, let them have their fun, man. They're retired. So they are dead. Um, <laughs> she's so dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> I really hope he doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> okay, but anyway... Uh, that's Rene Descartes, and oh, uh, and so I was gonna say like a lot of people because yeah. you mentioned something about how like a lot of people are like talking shit about him or something like that. Uh, a lot of philosophers talk shit about him, really, because he came up with in in formulating the cogito, he came up with uh, <clears throat> basically mind body dualism. Says there's two substances in the world. There's body. You got a rocking body. Uh, there's body. There's people's rocking bodies. There's people's rocking bodies. Which yeah, just rocking is, body. Is, body is just a synonym for matter in this case, right? Like, like just base, like things you can touch matter. Uh, and then there's a second substance in the universe called mind, and mind is roughly equivalent to soul, and mind and soul is also roughly equivalent to God. Her. Like this, this sort of like nebulous substance that uh, infuses. Some some pieces of matter with like sentience and and understanding and consciousness and blah 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 blah, and a lot of people say that's bullshit, but he was the first to say it, and frankly, I think with his fucking French dick, he just kind of like slapped a lot of people and was like, "Fuck you guys, fuck Aristotle, fuck Plato, and fuck you." Um, yeah, and fuck you. Frankly, <laughs> frankly, frankly, French. frankly, my dear, <laughs> I don't give a Ben. <laughs> Huh. So, how many Dean Man do you give this guy out of ten? So I give this guy. Oh, uh, real quick. Here's 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 the the segment that I'm going to introduce now. You're introducing a segment. I'm introducing a segment because it's very important, and I don't know why we haven't officially made this a segment yet. Okay. Uh, the segment is called "Did He Smash?" Okay. Okay. Uh, he did. Okay. He smashed. As far as we know, he smashed once. He <laughs> he had an illegitimate daughter. With a Dutch servant girl named Helene, uh, in I think in the 1640s, and his daughter, his illegitimate daughter, uh, died of some sort of infection when she was five. 
And then How we sad. never, and then we never hear from, we never hear it again. We never hear anything about his personal life ever again. Well, that's not good. Yeah, it's really sad. But, yeah, but this guy really had a had upset. a love affair with a with a servant girl and had a daughter with her who died. Mm. And then the rest of his life he spent basically in Holland, uh, smoking mad weed, bro, and uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and just writing all these treatises. There was this one like was it cardinal Holland, nineteen forty five, or was it? What's that? What? Was it Colin 1945? Holland 1945? No. Oh, okay. It wasn't. It was Holland. No, it wasn't Anne Holland. It was <laughs> It was a, a a relatively chiller Holland. Yeah. Um God, do you think they had weed during that? <laughs> do you think they during had... the Holocaust? Uh I really <laughs> hope so. I hope that the one the one piece of comfort that those <laughs> poor people about had that. was... What if they were just getting... It's like, oh, I hope that they were able to at least get just baked as hell. Yeah. Visit prostitutes and stuff. Yeah. Um, just the, the most silent hot box of all time. Oh, God. Zion Frank's yeah. attic. <laughs> they couldn't listen to music or nothing. No, they couldn't. Ugh. That's so sad. That makes, yeah. it, that makes it even sadder. Yeah. <laughs> <The> big... <laughs> Man, I don't know. Anyway, well, so Descartes lived most of his life in... in not most of his life. But he was like French. He was French as fuck. But he um, lived a lot of his life in in Holland, and that's yeah. So I I googled did Anne Frank smoke weed and uh, <laughs> not getting <laughs> not getting a lot of hits because she probably wasn't old enough and would never get old enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, how old was she? Was like a fourteen? I think. I think she died when she was sixteen. Good lord. Yeah. What a world. What a horrible world. Yeah. Which, what a horrible fucking world. Which brings us to our next segment, Pat's Pick of the Week. <laughs> this is a segment that we, a new segment. I don't, I don't remember. Do we, we do Hunk of the Month anymore? Oh, Hunk of the Month. Okay. Well, we have a few segments to get through. Okay. Okay. Pat's Pick of the Week. That's where I find something I like and I, and I tell people to go to it. Yeah. Brazza's Brazzers Taco House. It's on airport. <laughs> Brazzo's Taco House. Okay. It's pretty good. Okay. Wait, it's called Brazos? No. It's called B-R-A-Z-A-S. Brazos? Yeah. Taco House. But I like calling it Brazos Taco Stop House. saying. I, it's so gr- I will never eat there, though, now. <laughs> Brazos. I hate. And then whenever. They, I hate that you know that and that I <laughs> recognize it so yeah. quickly. Well, what it is, is they'll, they'll give you a taco. Like, so, like, I got this taco. It was amazing. Uh. It had yeah. shrimp and in it, they, they and had some rice. All sorts of fucking condiments and, on and it. And what happened? So I order it. Uh, I believe it was called the River, the River Water, it was some kind of weird river name okay. for this taco. And uh, so they, they they go, "Do you have the River Water taco?" And I go, "Yeah." And they they put it in front of me, and the guy gets an inch away from my face, and he goes, "Brazzers," and then walks away. And it's <laughs> odd service, but it's good service. Hunk yeah. of the month for me. Ah, uh, jeez. It would be uh, that kid. <laughs> be that poor middle schooler's grandfather oh okay he was a nazi for the scientists or a scientist for the a nazi for the scientists i can't even fucking talk a scientist for the nazis though i don't think he actually was he wasn't i highly doubt it i think um who's your hunk of the month my hunk of the month you know what my hunk of the month is gonna be who pruane two forever Pruane two forever. I think he's. Uh, I'm going Obama. Obama. Pruane. So Pruane is this weird kid who, when we moved here ten years ago, I think he was kind of popping off on YouTube. He's this strange kid who, like, 
might have Asperger's. I don't really know, but he he met Fifty Cent after making fun of him. He's just this YouTube yeah. he's sensation. A, he's a Canadian, or he was a Canadian al- adolescent, who made. I, I really thought you were going to say a Canadian ally. <laughs> he's probably an ally. I mean, I think all Canadians are allies. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So he he made these dumbass Both videos, politically and socially. And there's a video that came locally. out after Obama one. That me and shithead Jim still quote to each other when we talk to, to one another. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's it's when it's, so at the beginning of the video he just yells, Obama. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. John McCain, that old piece of shit. <laughs> Sarah Palin, that bitch. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. Like it's kind of like, yeah, I don't like those people either. It's but like, like it's just so funny to hear a twelve year old call a grown woman a bitch. Like yeah, what the fuck's then, wrong with you? And then he you also old goes, piece of shit. And then he also goes, we didn't. We, we did it, and yeah. it's like you're a Canadian. Was, dude. His his mother's American. Oh, all right, yeah, whatever. That's why. That's why I cared <laughs> so much. You and your mom did it. Then, yeah, Pruin Two Forever, aka the Sex Man, aka the Sexinator. Yeah, he made one because he had two alter egos, the Sex Man and the Sexinator, uh, <laughs> and he made one video where they collided in a in a really violent uh, in a violent way. Sex Man versus the Sexinator. So check out Pruin Two Forever. Check out Brazos uh, Taco House on Airport Boulevard, right. Where airport hits Lamar, and they pay us right nothing. where airport hits Lamar. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. It's good. Yeah, I went there with Rob Gagnon one time. Check it out. You should, and I'll check out Bruin um, Two Forever. Bruin Two Forever. <laughs> uh, you can find us on the social media, the Soch, as I call it. Yeah. Uh, on eh, Twitter, media social. Twitter at Pat Dean, Instagram Dean Man P. I post about the gigs. That I do on there. If you want to yeah. come see this chunk of shit, tell some jokes. This chunk. Uh, this chunk, gentlemen. Uh, ben <laughs> on uh, Instagram and on Twitter is uh, the same name, Gristleporn. G R I S T L E P O R N. So check him out on there. Uh, what else? Write a five star fucking review of this terrible podcast. <laughs> uh, check out our Patreon. Five dollars a month. Guys, if there's four weekends in that month, you're getting four episodes. If there's yeah. five, you're getting five, bitch. Oh, and yeah. if there's there three, then I don't know what to tell you because that means space time has been corrupted. Yeah. Uh, but we, we do a bonus yeah. episode. You're getting at least, you're getting 4.16 episodes per month. Yes. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, once you sign up, you have access to uh, about 50 episodes, I think we've recorded at this point. Wait, more than that. We're really? almost at 60. Oh, I was at 60. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So We're at 56. We're at 56. I have taught Ben about uh, strange uh, religious baseball teams, mm. uh, creepy twins, uh, all the kinds worst. of fun stuff. Yeah, people who couldn't stop eating. The shags. Yeah. I mean, it's worth it for the shags. All. I mean... Everyone Google the Shags, and it's just a whole fucking... Genghis Khan? That was a good one. Genghis Khan? I re-listened to that one recently. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we learned a lot. I mean, what's so insane about Genghis Khan that I didn't know until I did had to do research for that stupid fucking podcast is that, like, they affect... The number of people yeah. that he killed, like, helped, like... Cool, cool the atmosphere. cooled the atmosphere. Yeah. Because there were so many less... There were There's enough so people... so much less CO2. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Who had been murdered... And all their CO2 That's emissions are gone. So that is the... It's a lot of bloodshed. That's the most chilling fact of all time. Yeah, it's a little upsetting, right? <laughs> like, to think about, like, oh, wow. It really killed. sucks, too, because like now that that's becoming a problem... That's gonna be seen as more of a solution. Oh yeah, know? and it's a, it's a, like well, we could just kill a bunch of people. We could just GK everybody. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so <laughs> Genghis Khan. Everybody. Go ahead and do that. Uh, Five star review, Patreon. What else? Is there anything else to say? Probably not. Oh, uh, not really. I mean, like, also follow us on Instagram uh, at uh, 
I Learn Nothing. Give us a like on Facebook. Podcast. Please. Uh, don't follow us on I Learn Nothing on Instagram because uh, it's uh, someone else. It's someone else. It's owned by a, a heathen. Uh, we're going to uh, put him in front of the Pope so the Pope can condemn him. Yes. And then we will tie him to a stake and burn him alive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Behind the RBM Food Mart. The RBM Food Mart on Manor Road. Yeah. Uh, Next to then, a uh, abandoned laundry mat. Yeah. Until then, follow us uh, at uh, I Learn Nothing Podcast on Instagram. Go ahead and do that. Uh, as always, folks, keep on thinking hard. The truth sucks. And if you're not Catholic, you're going, going to hell. hell. And here's Freebird.
international. <laughs>